Thank you for listening to Value-Based Care Insights, a podcast by Lumina Health Partners. I'm your host, Shelly Chopra. The series is for healthcare leaders and organizations navigating the journey to value-based care and the ever-changing landscape of our healthcare industry. And that could not be more true than the times we are in right now. Our goal in the series is to bring to you disruptive success strategies for healthcare organizations leveraging our experience and having worked with some of industry's top experts and thought leaders. Before we get into today's episode, I'd like to invite you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think about the episode and questions that are top of your mind. With that, I'd like to welcome my co-host, Dan Marino, Managing Partner at Lumina and an industry thought leader for value-based care. Dan, welcome. Hi, thank you, Shelly. Shelly, for today's episode, I thought it would be really good for us to spend a little bit of time talking about some of the survival tactics that are important for physician leaders and for for physicians, for that matter, as they start to navigate into the post-COVID-19 environment. Our colleague, Dr. George Maisel, did a great job in a webinar that was hosted by Lumina Health Partners entitled Three Survival Tactics for Physician Leaders, now in post-COVID-19. He did a great job talking about issues that influence physician burnout, how you create a sense of of well-being and culture, and how you manage some of the dissatisfiers that occur within your practice. And I can't help but think that those issues were were really quite relevant pre-COVID-19, I think they're going to be even more important and more challenging for physicians in the post-COVID-19 arena as physicians get their practice back on track. Absolutely, Dan. What a timely topic. In fact, I was surfing the net last night and saw a recent article in Forbes that talks about physician burnout and how, while it was an issue pre-COVID-19, now it is amplified even more. As physicians are coming back and dealing with the stressors that COVID-19 has introduced and pretty much changed their environment, not only are they having to come up with new coping strategies from business and operational perspective, they're also having to manage their own emotional well-being into that as they build the sustenance for this new normal. So very timely topic. Shelly, I couldn't agree more. For today's episode, we're going to play parts of Dr. Maisel's webinar, which we feel are really timely to the environment and the challenges that physicians are facing. Absolutely. And I think he brought up some really good points, some really good tactics that physician leaders and even healthcare organizations can really adopt as they come up with the their new business operational strategies go forward, Dan. I'm really excited about this discussion. What I'm gonna do here is do some stage setting. I'm gonna talk a little bit about sort of where we are, how we got here, talk a lot about burnout and some of the things that are really very much part of of this environment. And then we'll start talking about some individual and group solutions. And then I'll ask Doug to to uh, really getting deep into some really good solutions. And I think um, it's important to sort of make the connectivity between burnout and current environment and physician leadership, which is the topic of the talk. Because again, so much of these things are accomplished and causal from physician leadership. So 
all these things that we're dealing with now, um, a lot of the, the responses are going to be based on how much physicians jump in and take on some of these challenges. So let's start with where we are now. And we'll talk a little bit about um, value-based culture. Um, certainly, we were heading in that direction. Things sort of got waylaid with this COVID. Um, but I honestly believe that we've seen so many of the warts in our current system delivery that I really think we're going to see perhaps a tipping point where people are going to look for new payment models because we realize the fee-for-service model we're working under now didn't work very well in this crisis. And we'll talk a little more about that. Um, Work-life balance, you know, a big problem pre-COVID, even worse now on both ends of the extreme post-COVID. Mm -hmm. The folks that are working in the ER are stressed and working endless hours, and yet the rest of the community is really not working enough. Patients aren't coming in, offices are closed. Um, certainly the EMR is a big piece of that, and we could spend a whole hour on that, but I won't. Employment and compensation, um, we saw this huge move to employment um, pre-COVID. And I think the expectation was that whoever was employing you, the hospital or whoever, would offer some protection. We didn't see that. So I think we're going to see some really big changes in the employment model. The other piece of the employment model is I think it took away a lot of autonomy. And we saw a lot of these employment models were based on RVU compensation. Well, RVU compensation works great when you're busy. But in, in a world where patients aren't coming in in the office setting, a lot of physicians have had to take huge salary decrements um, during this COVID. And the last item there is the professionalism. It's interesting. I think we were losing a lot of the professionalism in healthcare, both on the physician and nursing side pre-COVID. Um, I'm hoping that one of the unintended consequences to this sort of horrible pandemic is that perhaps there's a recognition of really the role the healthcare providers play. And I think everybody's feeling a little more professionalism, a little more pride, and maybe that'll translate, hopefully it'll translate after the pandemic. And last item is really looking really more about the COVID issue. And it's really first time we're worried about safety in the, in the healthcare environment. We're worried about financial challenges and the salary issues. And the other thing to add to this is even though hospitals are really busy with the COVID in the ER, I think we're realizing that their, their economic model doesn't work because hospitals are having huge financial stresses to fight the fact that the ER may be COVID busy but everything else is very quiet. So we're seeing some real interesting things pop up here. Um, and again, as I said, I think it's bringing out a lot of the words that were part of our healthcare delivery and economic delivery system. An area that Dr. George Maisel speaks to is around the pre-COVID issues that were in place prior to COVID-19 occurring. And then, of course, as we start to think about all the issues related to managing patients within the COVID-19 arena and even afterwards, that certainly adds an additional areas of stressors. The quotes are really the same no matter where you go across the country. I'm overwhelmed. I've never seen this many sick and dying patients. Um, I'm having to be my patient's caregiver and family support. Um, I'm worried about my family and my finances. Something really new um, for the most part, for physicians. Um, many of my friends and peers out there are having to take huge salary cuts, um, um, whether it's because the hospital's struggling or their private practice is almost closed down, except for perhaps for some telehealth. 
I know things are opening up, but patients still aren't racing back. Um, so there's still um, a huge change. And many of the staff, in fact, are furloughed. So let's talk about some of these post-COVID realities. Um, the physicians had to close their, partially close their office. Um, most are taking salary decreases. They've had to furlough staff. They're moving to telehealth. Um, personal risk, personal concerns, um, and employment offered really no levels of protection. What'll be really interesting to me is to see what happens after this COVID reality. Um, I don't really believe we'll be returning to where we were. And some of the stressors that were already critical before um, COVID struck um, are only gonna accelerate post-COVID. So when we talk about that, we talk about the over 50% of physicians that have, that have felt some element of burnout pre-COVID. And the definition of this burnout is really these three items on the screen right now. One is emotional exhaustion. Um, two is feeling low personal accomplishment. And the last item is really the cynicism depersonalization. And again, these were really prevalent um, pre-COVID. Um, and I think what we're seeing now is physicians and other folks are so involved in this COVID that this is sort of taking a little break, but I really believe it's gonna accelerate even faster post-COVID and folks are really gonna sit down and take stock of their decisions and perhaps reevaluate a lot of things in their lives. So I think we're, we're in for some really um, definitive changes as the COVID crisis hopefully unwinds. An area that Dr. Maisel also spoke about was the stressors related to a physician in a physician practice in the post-COVID-19 care delivery model. And, you know, it's, it's really added on a number of new challenges that physicians have to cope with, as well as then taking care of the patients and maintaining their, their practice setting. And I think a couple of those areas are really around managing some of the emotional exhaustion I think that physicians are, are challenged with, as well as feeling, you know, feelings of low personal accomplishment within their practice. You know, another, another point that came up talking to Dr. Mizell and even other providers is almost a sense of depersonalization of the patient-provider relationship. Then we had heard that in the last couple of years with the integration of technology as physicians uh, migrated to EMR. But now in our post-COVID reality, where we are adapting telehealth, where we're adapting newer ways to connect with patients, I think physicians are struggling with that depersonalization even more um, as they are adapting to the new care pathways in this post-COVID world. And he, he talks about the emotional impact of that quite a bit in his, uh, in his findings. Some of the post-COVID-19 realities that he speak about are, are really important, such as learning telehealth and the new care model around it, as well as then being able to take care of their staff. Many physician practices had to furlough some of their staff because they didn't have the volume and they didn't have the revenue. Let's spend a couple minutes listening to Dr. Maisel on some of those post-COVID-19 realities and some of the suggestions he gives to help physicians cope with these new challenges. Um, one of the unintended consequences of, of both the COVID but also this burnout syndrome that we've seen is a, a dramatic decrease in work workplace productivity, 
um, safety, safety of patients, safety of physician staff, safety of nursing, and also just the, the, the cost of these, this inefficiency. Uh, replacing a physician, when you think about all the ramp up time and the ramp down time and all the other things, depending on the specialty, it can cost up to a million dollars. So this really is gonna um, predict whether an organization is successful or not, is keeping physicians. And I would also add nursing to this mix because I think there's, there's certainly an opportunity with uh, nursing burnout and staffing for nursing. Um, certainly the sources of burnout we, we talked a little bit about, which is work overload. But honestly, a lot of it's a mismatch. It's a mismatch between expectations and reality. And that big piece of that mismatch is physicians are doing things that they feel do not bring direct value to their patients. So all the things that physicians are doing that don't really contribute to patient care in at least a direct or indirect way are the things that they're, that they're frustrated with, they're distracted about. Um, some of that is things like the EMR, and not that the EMR is in, inherently evil, but the time to use it and what they call pajama time or three hours at night, the average physician was putting into um, going back and fixing his uh, electronic medical records. So all this was leading to absenteeism, dysfunction, turnover, job satisfaction, errors, um, and so on, as well as personal consequences to physicians in their home life with divorce and um, certainly the suicide rate is well beyond what it should be and well beyond the average. So all these things were huge issues before and are only increased in the COVID world. And some of these solutions are really um, moving toward um, really having physicians lead and change. Uh, and that's where the physician uh, leadership comes into place. So let's talk about, and I'm gonna talk just high level about sort of some of the solutions and, um, and as I said, Doug will, will dive a lot deeper. Um, so first thing is, you know, when you get on an airplane, what's, you know, and, and the stewardess or flight attendant starts um, talking, one of the first things they say is, um, put your own oxygen mask on first and then help the people next to you that may not be able to do it. So um, the message here is, if you don't tear, take care of yourself, how are you gonna take care of your patients and your family and other folks? So you gotta take care of yourself first. And one of the things that I remember from, oh, I'm not gonna say how long ago it was, but my first residency was in the emergency room, um, they always told you to go slow to go fast. And what that means or what that is that, take your own pulse first, slow down, think, make sure you kind of plan out what you wanna do in your own mind, get control of your own thoughts and emotions. Um, you have to do that before you can actually help patients. And the same is true today. Um, Again, take time, take care of yourself, whatever that means. That may mean PPE, it may need more sleep, it may need walking away, um, just getting away from the floor for half an hour. Um, again, uh, just taking care of yourself first. Be selective with what you read. There's so much missing information out there. Even as a physician, I read things and I get lulled into asking myself, this doesn't sound true. Um, so I've really tried to limit myself to um, reliable sources and try not to read it, you know, six times a day because there's so much information out there and there's so much bad and alarming information out there. And the last item on this list is connecting with peers. A lot of evidence out there that connecting with peers and people going through the same thing you are um, can be a huge advantage. Um, I still remember the days in the physician lounges 
uh, back when everybody went to the hospital, um, just those conversations in the morning, some were about patient care, some were about everything under the sun, but that connectivity that unfortunately is missing these days as hospitals now become the, the zone of the hospitalist and the private physician doesn't even go there anymore. So still um, in this current environment, taking time to connect is really, really important. Those were some great insights, Dan. So I can't help but think, where do we go from here? What does the path forward look like? And how do physicians leaders almost create this culture of wellness, which has to be at the crux of our new operation models go forward for sustainability? Any thoughts there? As Dr. Maisel had said, it's important for physicians to be aware of the stressors in their life. I think the stressors that really contribute to practice dissatisfaction, physician burnout. And one of the areas that really struck a chord with me is when he spoke about those non-essential distractions and really the ability to minimize those. Mm -hmm. If physicians could really think about that, that's gonna contribute a lot towards managing their own dissatisfaction within their own practice. We need more senior and physician leadership. We need more leadership programs. I, I, I may be biased, I probably am biased, but I think the future of healthcare is gonna be dependent on clinical leadership and really moving us to different payment models, which really are patient focused. And I think um, we need to be thinking about a culture of wellness and health and not healthcare. Um, and really strengthen local leadership and resources and really create that infrastructure that supports all these things. Um, and again, being in a position where you can develop and evaluate interventions and really design operations and efficiency and what we call workflow that really make it easy to do the right thing, as efficient as possible, remove all the steps that we possibly can that really don't add directly to patient care. As physicians are beginning to think about what the new norm looks like post-COVID-19. One of the areas that Dr. Maisel speaks to is creating this future culture of wellness. And there's a couple of really key areas, Shelley, that are important for physicians to think about. One is for them to continue to develop their own leadership skills to help them think about how they need to manage their new practice, provide support to their physician colleagues, but also to allow them to enhance their own personal resilience as they begin to manage through a lot of these new challenges post-COVID-19. Absolutely. You know, we'd love to hear from our listeners. What challenges are you facing as you navigate this new world of post-COVID-19 and as you reflect upon and create this culture of wellness for you and for your staff and your organization, since that's going to be an important element of sustainability go forward. We want to thank our listeners for tuning into Value-Based Care Insights podcast, a podcast by Lumina Health Partners. We at Lumina are your partners in your journey to value-based care. To learn more about us, visit us at luminahp.com. And if you found value in today's conversation, subscribe to us on all major podcast platforms, including Apple and Spotify, and leave us feedback. You can also find additional blogs, thought leaderships on this topic of physician burnout, and transcript of our podcast episode at our website, luminahp.com. 
Join us again next time, wherein we continue to highlight topics that are top of your mind in these times of change. Until then, have a great day and stay safe.